0: And we're back again for Food Safety Week. Today, we're going to be talking about the times when a health inspector has to put on that detective hat and figure out what's going on if somebody's gotten sick. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business.
1: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss, plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: So let's talk about somebody comes up to you and says, Hey, I bought a sandwich yesterday from your food truck and it made me sick last night. I think there's something wrong. What should the food truck owner do?
1: Great question. Sam, so sorry. What did you order? What is your name? What is your best contact information? I'm going to let the the health department, I'm going to, I, I will let the health department know about this. And then either I or somebody from our company or the a health inspector should be in contact with you. Don't accept liability. Don't. You know, we, we've heard all the crazy stories where people claim they did. And, um, you know, there's there's a thousand YouTube videos of people doing that. But you don't we, we don't know. So the, the most of the agencies of the health departments look at it, a complaint versus a confirmation. Right. we get when I was with it just the three years doing it I got a lot of complaints and real quick the the honestly the, the busiest the, the when you get the most complaints is coming up well we'd come back after Thanksgiving break you get a whole lot of phone calls after Thanksgiving and after Easter where people swear they got sick at whatever restaurant and you're going where did you have Thanksgiving dinner at oh grandma's house where you know mm-hmm. 50 different people brought food and then you had leftovers for two or three days so you get a lot of complaints after holiday gatherings and more times than not, it was not a restaurant; it was the the home. But um, uh, so yeah, he's, uh, you got to take a complaint serious. That's the first case. Um, but get as much information as you can. Uh, you know, don't don't get mad, don't get defensive. Um, tell them you're sorry, but just say, well, let me, or I'll check with the health department. I'll give them your information. Let's see if there's if there's any other if they've gotten any more complaints, and then let uh, I'm you know, I'm gonna defer to them to allow them to do an investigation for us to see because um, right now, and you can be honest, you're my. This is the only one we've heard. Um, hopefully, it's the only one. Um, you know, we can kind of isolate it. Um, now, if we're getting two or three people saying it, it's yeah, that are are not related or connected. Then you know that that raises a little bit more of a flag. But you're going to get them every once in a while, where somebody's gonna come up and swear they got sick from you, yeah. and and try to claim something. And don't don't I, I my just personal advice is business side is don't give in. Don't 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 get scared of a of a bad Yelp review or a bad Facebook review or somebody said something because the truth will always come out eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and then you can even say that on on any reviews and say, well, you're the only case that we know of, and I forwarded all your information to the health department, and I'm going to let them handle it because they're 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 the professionals, and they will. They'll take all the complaints and they'll compile a list. And if it's, um, and if if there's enough, I guess if there's enough smoke that there's afraid there's a fire, they will do an they'll invest they'll uh, launch an investigation, a foodborne investigation.
0: And then you kind of alluded to some of the end results of a foodborne uh, investigation, like the yeah. farmer you were talking about. So, so they actually go backwards. Yeah. Right? So the the yeah. health inspector would come to your food truck. Then what yeah. would they do?
1: They would. Yeah. They're 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 going they're going to look around. Right. They're, they're going they're they're, they're going to give you, hey, this was you. The you know if that was the only complaint, they're probably not going to show up. Now if it was some, some sometimes we were told to go if it was uh, something, you know, if there's evidence, if they took pictures of somebody doing something wrong, or, you know, you might go right. look and just make, make sure, you know, the, the air conditioner. I had one where somebody said the air conditioner was, uh, condensation was dripping into the, you know, whatever it was, wherever the salad was being held. And so I had to just go check to see if that was really happening. And it was, <laughs> uh, it was dripping in, into food. Um, and so a customer had to alert us of that, but anyway, um, you know, if, if it's just somebody says they got sick, you're probably not going to hear much more from it. But if they do come, yeah, they're going to look around. They're going to ask. So they're going to make sure that that is the only complaint. Um, they're going to ask if anybody's gotten sick. They're going to just kind of just do their their, their sort of detective work. Um, has anybody called out? Has anybody had to leave in the middle of the shift? They could have alluded to this um, where, you know, oh, if it came back from a doctor, they did have E. coli or salmonella or norovirus or something like that. They're going to try to maybe narrow it down to that. Um, and so like that, that peanut butter, when they realized, you know, enough, that was enough agencies are starting to see, wow, somebody in this state and somebody in this state have gone to the doctor with, with salmonella poisoning. And, um, and then, yeah, you got to work backwards. Wow, they both had peanut butter in the past week. Oh, they both had, or five of them had Jif peanut butter. <laughs> and then, all right, let's start talking to Jif. Well, and then, and then they start working, but let's go test peanut butters in a random in mm-hmm. 15 different states. All right, you know now it's and then that's how they're starting to narrow it down. I, I use that example a lot because if if they couldn't have narrowed it down to the Kentucky plant, and I'm not picking on Kentucky Like I said the plant didn't have any the, the processing facility didn't wasn't at fault for doing anything. But if they wouldn't have been able to narrow it down that fast, that was probably about a million dollar recall would have been about a billion dollar because then they would have had to pull every peanut butter off of every shelf nationwide. So um, yeah, you want to work with them. I, I guess that's my my point there is work with them anytime we can because that's all they're just trying to do is get ahead of it. The last thing we want is a huge outbreak. Like we when we had romaine lettuce outbreaks years ago and all that stuff where it just uh, – they don't know where it's coming from or how bad it is.
0: And, so those temperature checks that we talked about earlier, would those mm-hmm. come into play?
1: They would. If you had them, that's just helping you. Yeah, right. but definitely not a requirement, but you can say – yeah, especially if, if they tried to get it back to any of those, those, the bacterial ones, you know, mm-hmm. an E. coli. Well, no, here's, here's a one. We, we check it regularly. Here's our thermometer it's sitting right by the grill. We check our burgers, you know, every five burgers or so, we check, we pull off, we make sure we're cooking them correctly. And here, yeah, here, every two hours, we check all of our, our holding temps and here they are. Yeah. That, that's, you're, that's going to be, that, that's really going to help you out a whole lot. Definitely. Um, yeah. But but I I think like what you said was was really good. Or what you were alluding to is, is when when they come in for an investigation, it's not what did you do wrong. It is all right. The, the, is this is is this legitimate? Is there validity to it? And how bad is it? And you know, Nora. When I go back to Norovirus, when i was saying that makes up about half of the cases every year of foodborne illness outbreaks that's really why they want to know they don't want to know because you're getting in trouble because you're probably not going in trouble if somebody did come in because they're a carrier but not showing symptoms yet and they were spreading around the main thing is they want to know there's a food but uh, there's a noro outbreak because if one person has it in your town then then yes. then they get the next 20 calls they want to say no 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 there, there's a noro outbreak going on if, if I, I would like to share a story about the, the there's a couple of myths i guess you'd say on how norovirus got its name or how it got started but it's also a perfect example of what we're kind of talking about. Um, the, the story I hear and I, I, I share that I think is, the, is the mo- the, probably the most accurate one for norovirus is from the Norwegian cruise lines.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and this is a perfect example with the foodborne outbreaks. A lot of people were getting sick years and years ago. And it was a new strand. just like, you know, where did coronavirus come from? COVID. You know, it's a new strand of a, of a, of a virus. And so um, people are getting sick and they couldn't figure out what it was from. Everybody had been on, you know, a big cruise ship. And so what's well, the first thing they assume is food outbreak because everybody yeah. had a GI bug. Everybody's throwing up. Everybody's stuck in their little cabin, you know, and, and can't go have fun. Well, then when they started doing those investigations, the the agencies and started interviewing everyone who had been on because that was easy. Everybody's got their name and number and contact information. It's, not everybody who's eat, ate had the same food. Not everybody had it at the same buffet and not at the same time. So that didn't start adding up. So that's when they quickly realized. All right, let's start doing some more sampling and, and see, you know testing people. And it was a new stomach bug, a new vi- a new GI virus. And they realized that it was spread from from airborne. So when someone was throwing up in, in their room, it was going airborne and right. being circulated from cabin to cabin. So yeah, so it, that, that's the perfect example. They're not they're not coming to the food truck because they want to get you or shut you down because somebody said they're sick. They want to figure out if it's valid and exactly. if it is, how to get ahead of it and not yeah. let it get widespread.
0: Yeah, because they're not interested in your business at all. Nah, they just want to make nah. sure they don't, <laughs> you know, we don't lose life over somebody being That's there.
1: That's
0: it. Yeah. All right. That's so it. let me ask you one hypothetical question. This is something that has been on my mind for the better part of four or five years now. Okay. Third-party delivery. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So you think about, we've been talking about neurovirus and how easy it is to transmit. Mm-hmm. So we give our food that we have done absolutely everything to make <laughs> sure that it is perfect. We hand it to them in a bag that even has the seals on it so it, they yep. can't tamper with it. Yep. They pick it up, put it in their car, and then give it to somebody. And that somebody gets sick. Yep. First person gets blamed is going to be me as a food truck. One of the driver that brought the food who maybe didn't wash his hands. Yep. When he went to the bathroom.
1: Yep. Do you see that as being
0: a problem potentially at some point?
1: I do. I do. Yeah, because um, it is kind of the wild west right now. There's there's mm-hmm. no regulations. I mean, it's it's all gig workers. They're all yep. not only a third party system, but they're all independent contractors. You know, with the Door Dashes and GrubHub's and UberEats, they're all independent. Yeah, I, there there's no checks and balances to it. The health departments have no no regulation over. It. They have no control over it. Yeah, that's a. You know, I'll be one that's been honest. That, that it's not something that's really come up. That's that's a good question. I love it. That uh, I'm the I'm, I'm the type that loves to think about something that that's. Mm-hmm. I everywhere I go now, you see on the doors or on the food trucks or somewhere that they offer sometimes up to three different delivery services that you can order order through. That, the, the little bit I have heard, I'm not going to say I, I've been completely you know, uh, deaf to it or it hasn't come up. The little bit I have seen as kind of what we're saying it's you have to, we have to govern it ourselves. We have to take control. We have to, we sort of have to be the initiati- initiators here. It could be as simple as taking those temperatures before it left. I've heard of people taking pictures right before it goes they did this is what it looked like when it was sitting on the counter before x y and z company picked it up this that way it was closed it had this the this, the container lid was on it the drink was right. in a it, everything was exact. this is how it left if it got to you different that, that you know that yeah take yeah that's sort of like the you know ordering something from online you know any kind of any kind of retail goods you know is it was it FedEx's fault or you know <laughs> You know, right, exactly. you know if you try to call the distributor they're gonna say no this is what it looked like when it. And you know that's what a lot of even amazon now they love to take pictures uh they'll take pictures before they before they uh you know on, on your front step so you can't claim that they didn't deliver it right. um so we can be doing the same thing for ourselves it's it's up to us really that i mean that that's the that's the simplest way to say is if if you're not too worried don't be worried but if there's some if there's concern there if it's a really big part of your business and it's growing I would get in the habit of taking pictures of it and having some way to indicate it, you know, a ticket number on it that's in that picture and go, no, time stamped at 759, this was ready. And this is where it was. And they picked it up at 759, and this is how it left. I'm sorry it got to you different, but right. <laughs> that's, uh, and it would be a lot of overkill. I feel like you're, you know, you'll probably never have to use it. It's kind of like writing those temperatures now. No one will probably ever come back and look at them. But that one time they do, you're going to be glad you have it.
0: Oh, absolutely. And tomorrow we're going to be wrapping up the food safety week with a little bit of discussion about how much fun it is and how much we love it. Thank you so much for listening to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.